So my prayer for you today is to face your five fires. Use the heat to meet them. Soften and dissolve and to let go and to watch yourself as the energy is out of balance around you and the chaos is out of balance around you. Do you get swept up into it and try and meet it in that chaotic? Or can you shift into the center of that tornado and stand perfectly still around it all moving around you? Welcome to the Solace and Shine podcast. This podcast is part of an online community at solaceandshine.ca. It is a platform for those yearning to remember their true purpose. We are coming to you from Ishtadev Niwas Ashram in the Purcell Mountains of beautiful British Columbia, Canada, within the unceded territory of the Tanaha Nation. The Solace and Shine podcast dives into teachings from the soul's ancestral roots. The teachings are here so that we may embrace the human experience and live it with beauty, courage, and creativity. These teachings will make you want to lean in and shine wholeheartedly together in community. Allow me to introduce to you our host and guide, Sanyasi Shivani. Shivani has worked as a medium and a spiritual teacher for the last 20 plus years. Through her dedicated practice as a renunciant and a teacher of yoga, she guides community through all aspects of living and embodying spirit through foundations of love, service, yoga ecology, and elevated esoteric teachings. Are you ready to embody your light? Welcome to the Solace and Shine podcast. friends, Chai here and welcome to episode four of season three, The Five Fires. There is an advanced sadhana that our lineage practices called the Panch Agni, Panch meaning five and Agni meaning fire. It is a practice that goes from mid-January to mid-July in which a yogi or yogini will sit in the middle of four fires with the fifth fire being the sun above them. They sit in different forms of meditation, performing mantra as a way to burn out the rest of their karma. These five fires symbolically represent the fires of Manipur Chakra, which hold us in duality. Desire, anger, greed, attachment, intoxication with pride. We experience them every day. And they are portals for us to explore the places where we need healing, where we need to let go and soften. Can we learn to become aware of and witness these fires within us? You may have already encountered these feelings or frequencies within your body and mind. I know when I have encountered them, I have found out how they distract us from life. When I'm on my game, meaning I have been consistent with my own daily yoga practice, I have been able to keep myself from that place of identifying with these five fires, and this has helped me become better, a better service. Sanyasi Shivani's invitation in this episode is, can we be the still point at the center of the chaos that these fires provoke and be the light in the current state of collective anxiety? She reminds us to have clarity to witness these fires. We need our sadhana, our spiritual practice, sangha, 
our community and satsang, sitting in the presence of truth. Do you have these tools in your life or do you know where to find them? Enjoy! Good morning, Ryan, everybody. Uh, I hope the sun is shining there where you are. Uh, the sun is definitely shining here. Uh, it's full on summer and because of that, I thought today would be a great day uh, to talk about the five fires of um, the Panch Agni Sadhana. Um, in our tradition, uh, we have been very, very blessed with having a master, Paramahansa Ji Satyananda, who has performed successfully the Panch Agni Sadhana. And in his footsteps to uh, support the tradition or to fulfill the tradition, both Paramahansa Naranjanananda and Paramahansa Satyasangananda have also uh, performed and practiced the Panch Agni Sadhana. So what is this Panch Agni Sadhana that uh, we refer to so often? It is the practice that starts in mid-January in Makar Sankranti and goes from, to mid-July uh, each year. And it is where um, the aspiring yogi or yogini uh, will sit in the middle of four fires with the intention of mantra, and of a, a form of the divine that they're holding with them and uh, performing mantras and uh, sitting in states of different states of meditation uh, with the fifth fire um, of the sun above them. Now it is said traditionally, sorry, the dog is a, a bone apparently. You're not supposed to have that bone there. Um, it is said that uh, a yogi will practice the Panchagni Sadhana as a way of burning out the rest of their karma so that they can leave uh, their body without the karmic ramifications. Um, but my understanding is that when Sri Swami did, Sri Swamiji did this, Paramahansaji Satyananda, at the end, uh, he obviously didn't leave his body and he was granted a blank check by Lakshmi, um, providing that he did not uh, use any of the abundance for him and that his, the, the blank check was to serve, uh, love and give to all uh, from a state of Atma Bhav, which is the attitude of oneness. So what are these five fires symbolically representing? Uh, if sitting amongst them has the ability to burn the rest of your karmas. So they are Kama, K-A-M-A, -A, which is desire. They are Krodha, which is anger. They are Lobha, which is greed. Moha, or attachment. And Mada, or intoxication with pride. So Kama, Krodha, Lobha, Moha, Mada. Okay. Kama, Krodha, Lobha, Moha, Mada. And it's beautiful. You'll hear Swami Tsatsangi speak of these and they just rattle off her tongue as like they're the most beautiful things in the world. But of course she can interact with them as the most beautiful things in the world because she's transcended them. <laughs> so um, the process of Panch Agni is uh, done by the foundation of endurance, which in Sanskrit is Titiksha. 
Titiksha means endurance. And endurance comes out of, is born out of viveka, which is discrimination, which we've, we've talked a lot about this year. Vairagya, which is dispassion. Um, and titiksha or endurance is the, the foundational stone of enlightenment. You have to be able to endure the heat, right? You have to be in, able to endure the fire, the, the, the pasya. And, uh, and endurance comes from being able to accept your circumstances, um, which is really interesting because it comes to me, it comes through as this like negative, positive, transcend again, negative, positive, transcendent. We know how like Thomas is still and Sattva is still. Um, and Rajas, of course, is movement in the middle. And when they talk about just uh, accepting your circumstances, this always comes across to me um, interestingly because especially in the West, a lot of our circumstances comes out of that place of tamas or that ignorance of inertia of not coming into right action to start with. And so I'd like you to look at it um, like this. Hold on. I'm just going to get rid of the dog bone for a second. One second. I'm back. So um, if you think of it in, so when you're, I, I call it below, uh, below ground zero, when you're below ground zero, because when you hear the teaching, um, just accept your circumstances and you have people crippled with depression or anxiety or in abusive relationships or in the throes of alcoholism and things like this. And you just hear from the masters, just accept your circumstances. Just, just, just surrender to them. Um, really, that hits me. That doesn't hit me in, in, in a good place, you know? And so I've really been sitting with it and sitting with why that is. And I feel that these teachings, these high teachings, these, these high um, uh, um, points that they make from the, the uh, understanding of these sadhanas come into your awareness and come from a place after you have surrendered, after you have committed to living a life of thy will, after you are in a place of trust, you live from a place of innate joy, you have surrendered to a life of service. Like they're talking to sannyas. They're not saying, oh, you're depressed. You should just leave it like that and endure it. Um, that's not what I believe that they are saying. What I believe when we are below ground zero, uh, when we are in a place of deep suffering, then that is the Thomas. In that space, we need to be, have the courage and the ability and the support to use the tools of yoga to come out of that tamasic experience um, and get ourselves healthy enough, get ourselves strong enough to be at ground zero, to be out at ground zero of a life of trust, of a life of joy, of a life that is surrendered to thy will. Then, what happens when you have got to this point? You then have, if you've surrendered, you have to surrender to the aspects of karma that need to be endured. 
after you have come into this surrendered state, then you have to endure, right? And um, Swami Shivananda has said one of his uh, most beautiful teachings, not easiest, but beautiful, is bear insult, bear injury, that highest sadhana. And uh, nothing, as, as Swami Satsangi says in this book, I quote, nothing can be truer than his words. How hard it is to bear insult and to endure injury without even an ouch emerging from our lips. No grimace, no despair, even when you unjustly face criticism, not to react or respond to insults hurled at you. That is endurance in itself and the greatest purifier. Only the brave and courageous can do that. Tulsi Das has even said in the Ramayan, Nindak nerae rakhie. Keep the one who insults you in your own courtyard. He will, for free, clean and polish you each day in a way that no detergent can. So this is such an important teaching. Um, and to really, to really anchor into this space where you're not trying to constantly get rid of people that irk you in your life, right? How many play, how many times in the West do we have this experience where we don't agree with something on Facebook or we don't like something that somebody said, or we've got a friend that's going through a hard time and they're super needy. Um, and, and we like, we set a boundary, you know? And again, it's this negative, positive transcend thing. You always have to look at it through this, this filter, because I find that that just gives you the, just such a, a really beautiful map. Yes, when you are below ground zero and you are not coping, in order for you to get up on your feet, you are going to probably have to set some boundaries. This is a normal thing. You're going to have to set boundaries, get yourself up on your feet, get yourself strong, get your sovereignty, get clear. When you are above ground zero and you are sovereign and you are surrendered to the divine will, then I think it's really important not to reject or set a boundary to the people that really irk you. It is that point, it is that opportunity then to use that, those people, the relationship with those people to expand your container and to expand your capacity for compassion and for understanding and for love. And it doesn't mean you don't have boundaries, but the boundaries don't become a hard and fast reject right? A boundary might be shifting the conversation. A boundary might be, I can't have this conversation right now, but I'll call you tomorrow. Um, this, this, this can still be boundaries without rejection. So I really want you to, to, to consider the tapasya or the, the spiritual fire of having those that bear insult and bear injury in your life, not people who beat you up, but you get what I'm saying right? Um, that you don't just reject them, but you do have to take responsibility for at what stage are you meeting them at? Are you below zero, ground zero or you are above ground zero? And then you will know what is right action because right action when you're below ground zero is going to be different to the um, response above ground zero.
Does this make sense? I hope so. Okay, so once you're at ground zero, you're thy will, you're surrendered, then you accept the circumstances. Accept what anything comes. Disease comes, namonarayan. Abundance comes, namonarayan. Arguments come, namonarayan. You don't push away the circumstances just because they're making you unhappy. Once you have surrendered, once you have your sovereignty, then what you do is you take those experiences that have come into your life after you have reached that level of awareness and you take those as the tests that you are destined to have, right? So once you've got those, then those adverse, response, those adverse uh, experiences become the tapasya, right? They become the tapasya, to purify your five fires. And Sri Swamiji used to say, I have sat in the five fires, but everybody is in the five fires every day. Everybody is in the five fires every day. But it's, how are we using that energy? What is that energy telling us about ourselves? What does that energy show us where we need to heal, where we need to work, where we need to let go, where we need to put some energy, where we need to put some focus, right? Desire, anger, greed, attachment, and intoxication with pride, right? We're all in those five fires every day because those are the five fires of Manipura Chakra. Those are the five fires that are holding us back in the the duality of this of this world so imagine imagine every all the circumstances that get you a little hot under the collar right get you a little frustrated a little angry a little upset a little bit a bit a little bit wanting a little bit needing and what what would it feel like to respond to those differently? What would it feel like to totally witness that energy? What, what would it feel like to be able to see the circumstances that create that response in you, to see those circumstances before they hit you, right? What would that look like? To be moving through your day and through your world in a way that you could see when chaos was about to ensue. And that's one of the really beautiful things I think we have seen at NIWAS this year. Um, we have seen, we have experienced the difference between dharma and adharma within the ashram setting and how that goes from a dance of multiple lines of energy and multiple threads of light all weaving and creating a reality to one or two of those threads being out of alignment with their higher self and coming in and just creating chaos in the thread in the weave of 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 the space so i want to i want to pose to you to take a look at any aspects of your life, any avenues in your life, maybe it's your work, maybe it's your home, maybe it's your marriage, maybe it's your children, and look at where there's chaos. And I would bet my money, 
um, where you are finding chaos is where you are identifying with those five fires or where the people you are associating with are identifying with those five fires. Really start to slow down. Get simple. Get simplified. The world is in right now this crazy state of simmering anxiety of the unknown. And um, we really need to anchor and just be this like complete tower of light um, in amongst that. And, and you have that ability. If you didn't have that ability, you wouldn't be watching this video. So step up, right? You do not need to be afraid. Even if you're about to die, you do not need to be afraid. If you were about to die, think of all the things you would be really peeved about that you wouldn't have done or that you would have changed. Make a list. Make a list right now about what you would change, about what you would do differently or what you would see differently or how you would behave differently. And just do it. Just stop. If, if angry is one of your things, stop. Yeah, 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 Shivani, Shivani, it's not that easy. Yeah, you know what? It is. Because the clearer you get on what you are willing to beat your heart for, the clearer the reality will shift so that you can embody that. We don't need to be afraid. We don't need to have desires. I mean, we all have desires, but try and have desires for something more than McDonald's, you know, cheeseburgers. Um, if you're going to have desires, desire that your life is, is lived to its fullest potential. Desire that your, your neighbors are, feel loved. You know, desire, desire uh, altruistic things if you're going to have desires. Look at where you're greedy. Look at where you are intoxicated with pride. And this is one of the beautiful teachings of offering it all up to the divine or all up to your Ishtadev or in my case, all up to Swamiji. You know, nothing good happens at Niwa's because of me. <laughs> Um, nothing happens at Niwas that's good because of me. If the plug was ever pulled by the grace of the divine, it, it would all fall apart. I promise you. I can feel it. I can feel how the, the positive and kind thoughts of the divine hold this space together. And your positive and kind thoughts of this space also hold it together. Yeah. So look, look at where you are uh, greedy. Look at where you get angry. Look at what you desire. Look at what you're attached to. Right? Because all of these things, intoxication with pride, attachment, greed, anger, and desire, they are all of the mind. They're all of the mind.
they're not actually a reality. Everything, Eve, the more chaos around you, the calmer you should be. The more people are yelling and angry and frustrated, the calmer you need to be. The more chaos and confusion and, and not understanding what's the next step and what to do and wear a mask and don't wear a mask and go out and don't go out and travel and don't travel and blah, 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 blah the more clear you need to be. And you get clarity from sadhana. You get clarity from sangha. And you got clarity from satsang. So as Sri Swamiji said, I have met, you face the fires or you hide from them. I have faced the five fires and I have faced them well. So my prayer for you today is to face your five fires. Use the heat to meet them. Soften and dissolve and to let go and to watch yourself as the energy is out of balance around you and the chaos is out of balance around you. Do you get swept up into it and try and meet it in that chaotic or can you shift into the center of that tornado and stand perfectly still around it all moving around you? Let me know. Right? No more than I. Thank you for joining us in our Solace and Shine podcast. If you liked this episode, please subscribe, rate, and share it. We would love to hear what inspired you. And if you have any questions or topics that you would like for us to explore, please leave a note in the comments. Also, if you would like a daily dose of connection and raising of your frequency, join us on We Are, our online community. You can find the link in the podcast description. Follow the link and you will receive two weeks for free. See you soon. And don't forget, soften and expand.